Good morning, good morning, and welcome to sunny Southeast London. Um, good morning, and welcome to this morning devotion with Roland and Falaka Henshaw. And it's exciting for us to be here with you today. And then we pray that you'll be blessed as we share with you and as we open our hearts to you. And thank you for letting us come into your home today just to, to share the word of God with you. Um, I'll just pass you on to Father Okay. Yeah, good morning once again. And uh, for those of you that are following the Bible reading plan, we just want to uh, just read that out to you this morning. Um, so the reading plan for today is 1 Kings chapter 2. Ezekiel 33, Psalms 81 and 82, and Galatians chapter 6. So happy reading as you go along with that today. Also, we just want to uh, just mention that if you have prayer requests or testimonies that you want to share, can you please send them to this number? And I'm going to read it out. It's 077 918. I'll read that one more time. 077-96-636-918. And just to mention that this number is only for this week. While we're here covering um, for pastors Colin and Amanda, this number is only to be used for this week. So next week, a new number will be given to you all. Amen. Amen. It's exciting for us to share the word of God with you today. Um, when my wife and myself were um, told about um, holding this devotion this morning, we both spoke to each other and the Lord laid on our heart to share on love. So we're going to look at um, one of the most popular um, scriptures or passages on love, and that's 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13. And it says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt, but have not love, it profits me nothing. I remember many years ago, I was struggling with waves of anger, waves of frustration, waves of disappointment just going through me. I, I, it was like I would easily lash out at people because of what I was going through. And I remember the Lord asking me to go through this scripture. And for three years, I began to pray this scripture. And I began to say to myself, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and there's no love in my heart, I'm like a sounding symbol. I prayed that for a long, long time. And as I prayed this prayer, I began to realize that the most important thing in the kingdom of God is love. Okay. We can prophesy, we can preach, we can pray, we can uh, do all those things. But if there is no love, it's completely empty. I began to think about this, about my next door neighbor, about my colleagues at work, that if I go to heaven and they never gave their life to Christ, and then I get to heaven, I wake up one morning and then open my door and who's next door to me, my neighbors, 
This is why love is very important. This is why love is the most important of everything we do. Because it's love is what we will take to heaven. We will not take prophecy to heaven. We will not take uh, uh, prayer to heaven. We will not. But love is very important. And what the Lord began to open my eyes to see was that love suffers long and is kind. You might be in that place where people have offended you, especially with this COVID-19 uh, and lockdown. You may have been calling people, calling them, and they've not responded to your call, and you're feeling disappointed, you're feeling frustrated. The Bible says that love suffers long, and it's kind. It says love does not envy, love does, does not parade itself, it's not puffed up. Love does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, and is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth bears all things, believes all things, hopes in all things, endures all things. But I like this bit here, verse 8. It says, love never fails. Amen. Love never fails. And we've discovered that in our own life as Christians. I, I want to tell you a story. Some few years ago, uh, I, um, I was in church. I was taking the offering. And I remember that scripture where Jesus had said, someone came to Jesus and said, who is my neighbor? And Jesus then said, this gave the story of the, good, um, of the good Samaritan. And there's something Jesus said at the end of that scripture. He said, go and do likewise. This was on a Sunday. Monday morning, I'm at work and my wife calls me. And says, oh, I received a phone call from someone who says he's just coming from Nigeria. And he's blind. And he needs a place to stay. And I was like, what? I couldn't even remember who this was. And then we spoke. And then I ended up calling this guy. And I realized there was someone who, before I became a Christian, used to pray for me. He was someone, at that time, he wasn't blind. But then he went blind, and then he needed to come into England for an eye operation. And everyone he went to who had given him invitation to come, nobody would take him on. So that Monday, I'm trying everything I could <laughs> to take him in. <laughs> you remember? It was so interesting. Because my wife and myself, what was going on in our mind is, how are we going to bring a blind person into the house? How are we going to cope with this? But the Lord reminded me of what I preached that Sunday. And what Jesus has said, go and do likewise. Sometimes some of us might wonder, who is my neighbor? You can never tell who your neighbor is until that time comes when God says you need to help this person. And so we took him in. Last minute, we took him in and he was with us for about three months. What we did not expect but I can tell you, and the reason why I've used that, that story is verse 8 that says, love never fails. Okay, love never fails. He's a musician, blind. He comes in and we give him our home. We take him to the hospital every time. He, this is something we were not expecting to do, but we did it. I know what happened. There's not a single person in my family who is a musician. There's not a single person in my home that can play the instrument. But you know what? Today, my son plays the instrument. He sings. 
He leads worship. And when I look at this scripture that love never fails, I think back of when we did that and we went to Nigeria and everybody thanked us. Man can thank you, but there's something about a reward that comes from God when you are a good Samaritan, when you show love to someone that God brings your way. God always brings people away for us to show them love. And when we, when I look at my son today, that he leads worship, he plays instruments, my mind goes back to when we opened our door to a musician who was blind, who had no place to go. And I remember that this guy used to pray for my own salvation when I wasn't saved. Love never fails. And God say, and the Bible says, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. But the one thing that will not vanish is love. Amen. And John tells us in the book of John, 1 John 3.10, he says, this is how we will know those who are of God. He says in John, in 1 John 3 verse 10, he says, in this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. Amen. God has called us to love one another. And it doesn't really matter what people may have done to you, what you may have gone through. God still wants you to show love. Amen. Darling, do you have something to say? Amen. I just wanted to just add to that and just to say that, you know, God is love. That's what the Bible tells us. God is love. And God so showed his love towards us by sending his only begotten son. In John chapter 3, verse 16, we read that, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And I just want to say to us out there that, you know, God really loves us. He loves us so much. That's why he gave his son. But it doesn't just end there. You know, as God gave his son, as he showed his love for us and he continues to just manifest his love for us, he also calls us to love others. He calls us to love him. He calls us to love others. You know, and when we read in the scriptures, especially in 1, chapter, 1 John chapter 3 and 4, we see time and time again us being encouraged to love others, to love our brothers, to love our sisters, to love other people. Hallelujah. And, you know, this morning, that's the message that we bring, um, bring to you, that we should love others. And if we want to know how to love others, then yes, we read 1 Corinthians 13. You know, it tells us how we can really manifest this law. And as we were just preparing for this, uh, you know, God took us to the scripture in Romans chapter 5 that tells us that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. So the love of God is in us if we know him today. Hallelujah. His love is in us and the Holy Spirit is within us to enable us to love others. So it's not about what people have done for us or not done, what they've done to us, you know, how they've treated us. You know, the imperative upon us is to love and to keep loving. And, you know, Another scripture that really just really blew my mind is found in Matthew chapter 5, where Jesus said, you know, we should love even our enemies. We should love our enemies. We should pray for them, you know. And so I just, we just really want to encourage us this morning 
that our response in all things should be love. Amen. And, and you know, it's quite interesting because when Jesus was bringing his, uh, his journey on this earth to completion, and he spoke to his disciples in John 13, 34, he says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another yeah. as I have loved you, that you also love one another. But I love verse 35. That verse 35 is so interesting and it's so key to our, our, our Christian walk. Because sometimes within us as, as believers, we will hurt each other, we will say things, we will disappoint each other, we will, we will uh, uh, sometimes there are expectations placed and those expectations are not met. But Jesus says this, he says, by this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Amen. Jesus is calling us, God is calling us to, to love one another. You, you see, I, I, I found out that those years when I used to get angry, when I used to get frustrated, it, it was like I was doing myself a disservice. I was hurting myself and I thought I was hurting someone else. Until that day when I, God showed me that scripture and I began to read it and I began to pray it. And I began to realize that what God has placed inside each one and every one of us is love. Because he actually showed love. He says we love God because he first loved us. Yeah. Amen. You see, for, for, for someone to have just one son, one child, and then give that one child up for love, is expecting us to love people just equally. Yeah. And you can say to me, it's difficult. Yes, it is difficult sometimes. But it's easy when you allow the Holy Spirit to begin to walk on your heart. It's so easy when you allow the Holy Spirit to, to, to begin to put a searchlight into areas where you've been hurt, where, 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 where you've been disappointed. God will just put a searchlight on it. And as you bring it and you say, Holy Spirit, please help me. He will help you. Yeah. I have seen that time and time again where I have been disappointed, where people have said things. But you know what's so key is that God sometimes brings me back and say, do you know how many people you have hurt yourself? Do you know how many people you've disappointed yourself? And when God brings that back to me, it's like a searchlight on me, and I quickly stop, and I say, okay, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I want to, we want to really encourage you this morning. We want to encourage you. There is a scripture I want us to look at again, and that is in 1 John, that is in 1 John 4, and I'm going to take it from verse 12. It says, No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us. And his love has been perfected in us. Amen. Amen. By this, by what? By God's love abiding in us. That's how people will know that we abide in him. And he's in us. You know why? Because he has given us his spirit, that spirit of love. That's why Romans 5 says that the love of God has been shared abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. When, you, when we became born again, God's love was just poured into us and we're expected to pour out that love. He says that we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son. Amen. Now verse 16, it says, and we 
have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. Amen. I want to encourage you. We want to encourage someone out there today to say to you, God loves you. Amen. Even in this lockdown period, God still loves you. He cares about you. Okay. Do not beat yourself up. You may have lost your job. You may have lost a loved one. You may have, you may be at that place of indecisions. Okay. I don't know what you're going through. No one knows what you're going through, but God knows what you're going through. And he loves you. And you know, he is stretching out his hand and he wants, he wants you to know, child, I care about you. He wants you to know that he is mindful of yes. you. Yes. He wants you to know that you are always on his mind. Yes. And what he's saying to you today is just open yourself up and let me heal the hurt. Let me heal the pain. Let me heal areas where you have been disappointed, where people have maligned you. I don't know where you are right now. But one thing I know is that God loves you. And he cares about you so much. Just let him. I don't know if you have anything to add, darling, before I bring it to the, before I round this up. I just wanted to also say that, you know, uh, the love of God that is shed abroad in our hearts also is to reach out to those who do not know him. And as we were preparing, the Lord just, you know, laid that on my heart about the lost you know, just as he's loved us, he loves us so, so much. He wants us to take that love. He wants us to carry that love and to just show that love even to the people that are lost, to our, you know, our neighbors, to our friends, family members. Um, you know, yes, they're not where we are at at this moment, but he loves them so much. And that's why he sent his only begotten son. And so we, our response to that, to that love, is not only to love one another, which we must do, but also to love the lost as well. And to, you know, to pray for them, to reach out to them, to do everything within our power, through the, and also through the power of the Holy Spirit, to, to, to get them to that place where they come to know the love of the Father that we know as well. So I just wanted to add that. Amen, amen. And always remember, that there is no fear in love. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. If you're out there and you're listening to us this morning, you're watching uh, and you do not know the Lord, okay, it says perfect love cast out fear. Mm. You can come to him yes. just the way you are. Yes. Amen. And you come to him and he receives you. And guess what? You just become part of his numerous children all over the world. And the love of God will be shed abroad in your heart. I just want us to do something at this point. And what I want us to do is if we can take a few moments, you may be hurting. Amen. Jesus says it is imperative for offenses to come. Offenses will definitely come. But one thing I want you to know is that if you can bring that offense to him, I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what the challenges are. But I can sense in my heart that God is saying, come. 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 Stop running away. Stop running away. I don't know. Maybe there's someone there. God has been extending his hands of love to you to, 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 to take away some things in your life that has been a barrier. 
but you're still running away. You may have been offended by your parents. You may have been offended by your siblings. But God is saying today, just give it to me and let me deal with it. So I want us to pause for a minute. And I want you to come to go to God and just begin to speak to him. And if you, if you have a testimony or anything, don't forget to just send it to us on that number that we've given you. And let the Lord minister to you this morning. We will pause for a few minutes and then just let you begin to speak to God. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you because you know every single person out there that are listening to our voices this morning. Father, we pray that it will not be our voices that they will hear, but they will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit as it begins to heal, heal from the innermost being. We pray this morning, oh God, that those who are struggling, oh God, even right now with this COVID-19, oh God, we just pray for your healing power to flow through them and bring about, oh God, a complete release and freedom so that they may know and enjoy the love of God, which surpasses all love. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 We have prayer points coming in. Yes, we've had some uh, prayer requests coming in. Um, and there's uh, one here, which is from, this just says Thanksgiving for Ade's minor operation yesterday. Um, just a moment. Yeah, that's okay. it. This is from Francis. No. Um, okay. We have one from. Okay. We have one from Addy. Okay. It's not. Okay. The one from Addy is not opening up. Do you remember yes. what it is? Okay. I know there was one from Marion who says we should pray for complete healing for her. So let's just quickly pray for Marion. Okay. okay. So Marion, we, we lift up Marion and we begin to pray for Marion yes. right now. Father God, we pray that in the name of Jesus, you will heal Marion completely from every infirmity in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that where the enemy has had a, a foothold over Marion's life to this morning, we break and destroy it in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you and we just bless your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Then we have another one from Faith and Francis. I'm um, saying thank you so much, Pastors Roland and Falake. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Faith. Francis, thank you. We give God the glory. Amen. Amen. And then you said there was one from Ade. Yes, but that's not showing. We seem to have lost that now. Yeah. Um, it doesn't it's... seem to be coming through yeah, yeah, right not, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that, okay, whilst we're still waiting for more prayers and testimonies, yes. what we'll do, let's just quickly pray. There was a prayer that was a prayer point that was on your heart. Yeah, yes. Really, it was just to um, pray as, as the government begins to... Um, you know, ease the lockdown and, you know, most of us would have heard 
from yesterday that you know the government has gone a bit further in easing the lockdown. Uh, we just really want to pray for our nation as people begin to integrate back into society. We just really want to pray into that. And um, yeah, so we, we just ask that you join us with praying for that. Okay. Okay, so Father, we just want to thank you this morning. We just want to give you all the glory. We thank you for what you've done so far, oh God, even in this COVID pandemic. We thank you for the number of deaths that have come down, the number of people contracting COVID-19 that has come down. We just give you all the glory. We thank you for all of this. And we just want to pray for our nation even right now. Lord God Almighty, as we begin to integrate back into society, we just ask, oh God, that Lord, you will take preeminence, you will have your way, you will take control, oh God, that Lord, God Almighty, you know, Lord, people will be able to just really integrate back properly in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We have loads of prayer here. Um, this one says, pray and say happy birthday to Gerald. Um, pray for Rebecca and the uh, rashes on her chest to go and for Amaya to be not to be scared. So Father God, we just pray happy birthday to you, Gerald. We just thank God for Gerald and we say, Lord, bless him today in the name of Jesus. We also pray for Rebecca and that the rashes on her chest will go in Jesus' name. And we also pray for Amaya not to be scared. Amaya, we declare concerning you today that you will not be scared in the name of Jesus. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but he's given you that of power of love and a sound mind. Amen. 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 Then there is another prayer there. Amen. Okay. So we've got another prayer that's coming that says, please pray for my niece who was knocked down by a car on Monday in Ghana. She was taken to hospital, but no fractures. Please pray for full recovery. And this has come from Sarah. So we're just going to begin to pray right now um, for pray for, for, for Sarah's niece, okay? So Father, we just lift up this prayer request even right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, for Sarah's niece, oh God, who was knocked down, oh God, through an accident. We pray, oh God, that Lord, you will bring full healing and full restoration to her in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for doing it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We have another prayer here. This is from Carrie in Netherlands. She says, prayer request for for the elderly in care homes. Um, the government has banned the use of fans and ventilators in these homes, and we are expecting a heat wave this week. Also, these people are not allowed outside. Father, we thank you because you do care for these people, oh Lord. We thank you because your heart is for all men. You love everyone, that was why you gave your son. And so we pray today for the elderly in care homes in Netherlands. And we say, Father God, reach out, oh God, by your Holy Spirit. Let them know your comfort. Let them know, oh God, the gentle breeze that comes from you and brings, oh God, relief, even in this heat wave, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you and we give you praise. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, another prayer again concerning Netherlands. It says, also for the whole of Netherlands, demonstrations against the law, the government are resolute on pushing through concerning a permanent law for at least one year, which breaks the constitutional law. Demonstrations have been banned by the government, but people have held peaceful demos in which the government has set up so-called hooligans actually 
sorry, to disrupt the demo. We need prayer. It's getting very tense. So let's just begin to pray right now. So Lord, we just pray for Netherlands. Even right now, we pray for that nation. We pray for the people of that nation. We just ask, oh God, that Lord, you will just intervene concerning this particular situation. We're praying, Lord, that Lord, your will will be done. Your kingdom will come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. There was a prayer from Miriam, which we've prayed for. But there is another prayer here. Uh, we have this on mind to do anyway. Thank you very much for reminding us. He says, hi, hi. Um, I think we should pray for Colin and Amanda that the Lord will bless and refresh them during this time. Yeah. Also for all who will be leading morning devotions this week. Um, God bless you both and stay safe under the shelter of the victorious mighty wings. Thank you very much. Let's just pray for Pastor Colin and everyone. <laughs> you want to do that or you want me to do that? Father, we just lift up, oh God, Pastor Colin and Pastor Amanda. We just thank you for their lives. Father God, we thank you for, oh God, who they have been to us, oh God, and how you've been using them so mighty. And Lord, we commit them into your hands even right now. And we pray, oh God, that Lord, you will replenish them. We pray that you will strengthen them. We pray that Lord, you will surround them with your everlasting arms of love, oh God, and that in this time, oh God, Lord, they will have rest in the name of Jesus. And we pray for everyone, Lord, that has been doing the devotions and all those who have been walking behind the scenes. We pray that Lord God Almighty, in blessing you will bless them. You will strengthen them. You will uphold them. And you will grant your grace to continually be poured out into their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We also have another prayer request here. It says, um, please pray for Father God's perfect unmerited favor over my, my head injury compensation. The Lord has won the case. However, my solicitor is trying to get me the smallest payout. But I will thank the Lord in advance for his victory over all areas of my life in Jesus' name. Father, we just pray for uh, um, Sister Dean. We pray, oh God, that you, oh God, who is the one who fights, oh God, for the helpless. We pray today in the name of Jesus that you will step into this situation for your daughter and bring the right compensation. Father, we pray also, pray for her also this morning that you will heal her from inside out yes. in the name of Jesus. We pray for your joy to be released in her life. We pray for your unmerited grace, oh God, to be released in her life in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We have <laughs> our time is yeah, completely off, uh, uh, but it's been really, really great being with you this morning and I want to thank those who've sent us some uh, wonderful um, words of encouragement. Thank you very much. Thank you. 